Hello, and welcome to License to Pod, uh, broadcasting to you from somewhere in the AGNC, probably. Uh, joining me, as usual, my uh, my fellow double O, uh, Eric Sayor. I really don't like the name of this movie. I just, why would you call it that and just have that? And I didn't. Anyway, we'll get into it. <laughs> it's very, very ham fisted. The song feels kind of forced. Uh, and and a guest, uh, which shouldn't be surprised at this point, but maybe it is. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna struggle. I'm gonna try too hard. Uh, Tayo. <laughs> yeah, hi, it's hi. me. <laughs> God damn it! Um, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Tayo. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk a bit about? Uh, anything you want to say about yourself and your history with Bond? Uh, yeah, um, I'm Tyler. Theoretically, as as like the Brit on the podcast, I should have like a great knowledge of Bond and stuff. Mm-hmm. But basically, my knowledge of Bond comes in two parts: one, randomly it on for like an hour, and then seeing like half of it. Like I think I've watched like half of Octopussy mm. even before I watched it more recently, and I was like, "Oh, this is a thing. I recognize random scenes from this." Mm. And then the other half of it is me like recognizing it as like a cultural thing and mm. I will probably get more into that later but yeah yeah I don't have a I don't have a specific much specific relationship with these films I feel like I'm not the audience for them <laughs> to be honest fair <laughs> completely fair I would say um yeah sounds about right um, and like I said to you uh, Tayo, the audience for this movie is mainly dads and uh, from listening to this podcast, you know that uh, Arlen really is a dad at heart. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, every every bad movie, movie is uh, an Arlen movie, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they I'm even named a character for you in this one. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> what dads love is uh, 80s music. That's really bad. <laughs> um, you would think that I would uh, love the song in this one, but nope. Uh, yeah. it, to say the name of the movies we watch this week is for your eyes only. <laughs> to say it, <laughs> uh, and like you said, the song the song is uh, the most eighties possible song. It's also a very eighties movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, considering it's like the the first eighties Bond movie, it makes sense. But it's like it's so mm-hmm. much. Uh, yeah, yeah, of, it's, uh, of its time, yeah. Yeah, it's it's concentrated 1981, um, very much so. Just everything, the colors, the the diving suits and the ski suits, and just all of it, just really just going for it. Um, yeah, it's a it's an interesting movie. It, it feels like a little bit of whiplash uh, after Moonraker, which we just did. Um, yeah, like this this movie's very grounded for the most part. I guess it's like it tries to be very serious, tries to do a lot of like hard spy stuff. Um which is we've seen this a couple times that we've seen them sort of really do a a flop um after doing something kind of big and goofy. Uh and I don't know, I kind of thought that this one worked for the most part, but I don't I don't know, Eric, what did you feel about this one? I think it's like it was enjoyable to watch because it's basically just a competent mm-hmm. action spy movie. Um, 
it it kind of lacks the charm a bit of the last mm -hmm. few, uh, but it doesn't have also the really bad stuff of the last few. So it's a balancing <laughs> act. Um, yeah. Tayo, what did you think as like your first foray into older Bond in a while? I I really didn't like this one. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, I I really feel like it was stuck between goofiness and between seriousness. Like there are a few lines which like Richard Moore delivers, and you're like, what is this meant to mean? And I think I in general I found the pacing like every scene is like five minutes too long in a way that drags. And I was sitting there like, this is meant to be fun. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, it is like like almost every of these movies thirty minutes too long, um, and uh, the plot of this movie doesn't really help. I think because so much is happening for something so small, uh, and it takes so much time to get to anything at all. Um, uh, but. Uh, and you did really like. Uh, we'll get into the, the action scenes in this movie. I think mm -hmm. are some of the the best stuff uh, we had so far. It, it feels like they're getting better at making things feel more uh, real, even when the action is ridiculous. Right, the ski, all the ski things look pretty great, uh, honestly, and mm -hmm. uh, are like some of the most goofy parts in the movie. And I just like like the those mix of uh um when the action is when it looks good and it can be goofy i think it's like when this movie is is at its best for me yeah and the score the score is like really good when it's yeah. in those action scenes like ignore ignoring the song the score is quite good like throughout i think yeah yeah and that's so that's one of the behind the scenes things this is bill conti um who did the score on this one and uh previous listeners will know bill conti from all of the rocky movies up till creed um so that's that's pretty sweet um yeah. and he gives us i think the first synth version of the bond theme and i only noticed it because i was thinking during our previous episodes did they ever do a synth version but it, there is one during that little submersible scene when they're underwater it's a uh, and of course, it's in. Of course, it's in the first '80s movie. <laughs> it yeah, had to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, speaking of good action scenes, this movie starts with a very bad action scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate. Oh, you know, action scene. It's. A, I feel like it's a, a far somers. Um, I. Oh. So you, you know it's going to be a serious movie because Bond starts at his mother's grave, putting flowers, and then gets called. Uh, there's an emergency. An emergency is an heli helicopter that's being uh, by Blofeld. Uh, <laughs> that never comes in the movie. He's just in this intro scene to basically die, and that's it. Yeah, well, I mean, I literally just watched it, so I should remember this. Are, are you sure that was his wife? I thought that was uh, or his mother. I thought it was his wife. Uh, I think it's his oh. wife. Oh. Yeah. I think it's uh, from... Um... It I didn't oh, see yeah, it so in the, yeah. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. And also, it, it does, yeah, th this movie does feel like it inherits a lot, uh, action-wise, from Her Majesty's uh, Secret Service. Yes. Um, especially like reproducing a lot of the ski things. Um, mm -hmm. so that makes sense. Well, so this is again, this brings us to another behind-the-scenes thing. John Glenn, who I have talked about before, 
he was the editor and second unit director of Majesty um, and of the last two movies we talked about. Um, so that makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, it's it's curious, though, that we talked a lot about how the skiing stuff in Spy was just really not good. N- not good at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible, uh, but it ended up pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's works, and it's it does feel like well, let's see how many winter sports we can fit into one into one movie. Uh, that's that's invent new ones. I didn't know that there were studded motorcycle tires that could ride in the snow, but they look cool I guess, though. I want one. Yeah, totally. <laughs> if I were a bad guy, I would want to be driving the studded motorcycles. Uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah, I feel I've met people that have some of those uh, just living in a country when there's a lot of snow. So. Um, yeah, yeah uh, but well, yeah, we'll get to that part. Uh, but yeah, that interesting yeah. is just bad the helicopter thing. It's right. not a chase. It's just like Bond trying to take control back of the helicopter and then uh, using it to impale uh, Wilfeld's wheelchair and uh, just throw him in. <laughs> yeah, I right. will say it. It, it when I was watching that scene, I was like, "Hmm, it looks really weird to get like throw a person in their wheelchair into a chimney." That 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 just doesn't look good on screen and feels very yikesy to me. Right? And it, yeah. I, I wonder if it had a different context at the time because we've been watching the, these movies, so we automatically know who Blofeld is. Um, so like I can kind of understand, but if you're just like a random person, and uh, can I tell you, Arlen? Movie... Arlen, <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you? Yeah. I until you said that just now, I didn't process that that was Blofeld. So I yeah. was like, "Who is this random man?" Right. <laughs> He's just yeah. like lumped into a chimney. It's just a random dude, and yeah, it's weird. And I know the behind the scenes of again another one of those. Uh, this was basically a middle finger to Kevin McClory. Um, uh, who had somehow gotten the rights to Blofeld to be his, uh, rather than Eon's. So this was their way of basically getting the character in for one last movie and killing him off. Uh, And the line about the delicatessen that he says before he's thrown into the chimney uh, is a reference to something, I guess, New York mobsters used to say to people what they were trying to bribe and get money out of at the same time oh Um, so yeah that's a that's 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 a thing uh yeah it's it's just a weird scene it feels like a joke that not everybody is in on Um, yeah but that's kind of what i like about bond movies is they'll do this they'll just be like oh we're just gonna make this scene completely for ourselves and we'll hope the audience gets it but if they don't (laughs) see My thing is, if your film, if your silly action film is already two hours and seven minutes long, right? Like, let's yeah. let's get out the little inside jokes, please. I agree. I can see that as well. Yeah, it's it's just weird to have Blofeld being the man doing this when you can have anyone else. Yeah. Usually, like they have like a a, a just like a a bond. Like a bond, like from another country or from a spy mm-hmm. organization, being the man doing this, and it's like it feels uh, it makes sense. I kept expecting Blofeld to come back in this movie and just like, no, nope. mm-hmm. 
No, no, he, he just he <laughs> again. We don't see him for forty years. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a it's a choice that they made, and I'm not sure that I like it or hate it. I'm just like, all right, you you did this, and uh, there's nothing we can do about it. We just have to live with it, and survive survive it, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's that's the opening scene. Not a really exciting opening scene. Um, and then we get to the spy ship, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's the, it it's yeah. not very well explained what this ship does <laughs> at mm-hmm. all. I think in this movie, but it's basically they have a transmitter that's used to transmit uh, between the base and uh, submarines, um, and uh, the ship uh, explodes uh, by fishing a sea mine, which. Uh, I kept expecting it to be like, okay, they put the cement there because uh, to make the ship explode because there's a plan in the background. But there's actually no plan in this movie. It's just like a, a circumstance thing, and they're like, okay, who's gonna get to it first? Not everyone Wait, knows that. It's would there. the sea mine not put there deliberately? No, I don't think so. I, yeah, I thought it sure. was. It's well, really unclear. <laughs> Yeah. We do see mines in that warehouse, but they're like clean and yeah, exactly. The fact that it's an old mine uh, made it seem like oh, okay, it's an old mine. Uh, it just was an accident, basically. Um, I mean, it probably says something about the writing of the film that we all have three <laughs> yes, different versions they... of what happened. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 not um, like like I was saying earlier, like the plot of this movie just. Not very exciting, not very mm-hmm. uh, engaging, but uh, because it's just yeah. a basic MegaFin thing, and it, the MegaFin looks like a mm. keyboard. Right, it looks like an old Apple II that somebody like yeah. Had a all of the parts too. All the tech is very like what does the eighties think high tech looks like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, again, we've seen bits and pieces of essentially a version of this in other movies. There's a little bit of Thunderball in here. Um, it's very similar to the Lecter machine, but the stakes, I wouldn't say, are quite as high as in that movie, which was like thermal nuclear war. And this is just, oh, they might be able to know what the American or the British submarines are doing. Um, it's not not the biggest stakes. I think the most interesting stuff might be the Molina a story of it all and her vengeance stuff. Is there a story? I guess it's very that's the thing, it's very light. I remember it being a bigger thing, but I I don't know. I don't think we get enough time with that character, I, honestly. It, I I don't know what they were trying to do with her. Cause she just feels because I was like, oh right, so she's the Bond girl, cool. But then there's like <clears throat> but she's not really no. So it's a bit weird because you're like, is she meant to be our focus? Or are we meant to be focusing on the random like ski skiing person? Mm-hmm. Or it, like it was just yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it is interesting because I think some of the better Bond girls do feel like they are in their own movie, but it's just crashing into the James Bond movie that you're watching. But this, I don't know, this wasn't handled as well as some of those other stories where again where i do prefer the bond girls in a movie like uh her majesty's secret service where Teresa feels like she could be 
uh, in her own movie, uh, much yeah. the same way. But I think compared to the past couple of movies where Bond is paired with a spy from a different organization, this feels right. actually, I think, pretty good. I like her introduction, especially how she's mm -hmm. just like there with the crossbow, shoots the guy in the heart, and then they have their escape scene. It's it's yeah, uh, it's pretty good. I think uh, she and Bond play enough of each other. Like she's uh, she feels like sometimes Bond is paired with someone that's supposed to do the action with him and that uh, the Bond girl is incredibly incompetent and it makes no sense. Uh, right. But in this movie, like, she's, she, she, like, she's, um, in, in, like, every, every time there is an action scene, she's, like, part of it. She's not a, mm -hmm. a sideline or useless or just, like, right. making mistake after mistake. Uh, mm. Like we saw, especially yeah. in um, uh, Spy Who Loved Me. Right, and if she's if she's in peril, it's because anybody would be in peril, like in the underwater stuff. Like anybody would have a hard time in that moment against that dude and whatever that suit is, which is uh, pretty cool but pretty goofy. Um, but yeah, like anybody would be having trouble. Like yeah, she is like very cool. She, she, so you're like, you're like, yes, please come kill these people with your crossbow. Yeah, <laughs> you just, you just love to see it. It's just like she yeah. feels like a cool character dropped in that isn't actually given something that follows on, and the acting is all great. And you're like, yay! Yeah. And then yeah. they give her the weird. Ah, oh, what's the line? What's the line? I think I wrote it down. Oh yeah, she's like, she was like, um. You know, you British are all, are all unemotional, but us Greek women, like Electra, we avenge our fathers. And you're yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does feel like spelling it out. It's like, oh, for those in the back who don't know what we're referencing right now. Um, yeah, here it is. Uh, so you can, I guess they wouldn't have had Wikipedia at the time. Go look it up in an encyclopedia somewhere. Uh, oh, question, question, actually. What? In terms of her like relationship to Bond, did you find it like unclear what their dynamic was meant to be? Because I feel like it kept switching. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, it's 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 very complicated compared to like Bond and the BB character. <laughs> oh my god, Bond I hate that like, so much. <laughs> I do like though that he firmly like no, <laughs> no. Not happening, not doing this. Um, I appreciated that, but like that relationship is very clear. But you're right, like, I don't really know. Is are they like, do they really like each other? Is it just a uh, circumstance? It's sort of putting them together. Um, yeah, I don't really know how they feel about each other by the end of this movie. Um, and some, some of these movies do that, but not many. They usually make it pretty clear, like, oh, they really like each other and uh they're gonna maybe have a a flash in the pan thing after this um presumably so yeah it's very complicated and yeah also it's better. just i think it's weird that the film wants to i mean i guess it's the it's the same thing the premise of bond mm -hmm. is that bond is hot but i'm right. just like roger yeah. like roger moore is like vaguely British handsome, but he's not, I'm not like, oh wow, this random like 17 year old or whatever would just be jumping on him. He doesn't give that vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. 
It doesn't help that he's getting like older and older and shows and like you can right. see like him doing stunts and it hurts his body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell. And it's much easier to tell the stunt men from him at this point. Um yeah. compared to even like the last movie, which was like seventy-eight. Um, but you can definitely tell it's like some very young dude who's probably like a skiing professional who's doing those jumps. It's definitely not him. It's just I mean, it like helps. They haven't been a mask half the time, so it's yeah. like, oh, look, you can't tell, guys. When you can, yeah, <laughs> definitely can. Um, oh my. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, we can go back to uh, the plot because this movie goes back to a lot of the stuff that we get more in the '60s. Uh, yeah. Bond. Uh, it's a Cold War is in full effect in the '80s. The, those, the not a lot of uh, Russian versus um, the West in the in any seventies movies, basically. Um, yeah, but now we're back at it, and even the next movie has more, is more or less the same. So it's back to like the Cold War is at the time just like uh, kind of escalating in a way. So it's 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 kind of a reflection of what uh, the people the people wanted in the eighties uh, and a lot of. The 80s movies, uh, some we've talked about on this show, uh, reference that a lot. So uh, it's interesting to see them go back to that. Um, even if like the Russian aren't like their their is the smuggler, but uh, the everyone wants the same thing. Like uh, and it's, he's like, okay, I told the Russians I'm gonna give it to them, and uh, I don't go back on any deal. Uh, yeah. Which is uh, in every smuggler in every movie code, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, those are the rules for a movie smuggler. Smugglers, um, yeah, that and having uh, henchmen who are in a uh, Game of Thrones uh, later on. Um, also, both of them were actually Christos is uh, the uh, not the High Sparrow, oh, the ma- the Maester or something. I can't remember. Um, but yeah. He's that dude, and then um, his henchman is a uh, Lord Tywin, if I um, who show up in a couple of action scenes, which is a thing that they did. <laughs> uh, it's a very British movie, if you can't tell. So you have actors who just show up, and you're like, "Oh, it's that dude," when he's like seventeen or something. Oh yeah, I did not realize that was Charles Dance. I um... yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Th- yeah, a lot of like early uh, the people we see early in their careers in these movies. Um, so Bond. Uh, okay, so yeah, the, the, the yeah uh, <laughs> her uh, dad, uh, Molina's dad, uh, find found where the ship was. Yep. So uh, the Russians, uh, not the Russians. The the so the smuggler sent an assassin to kill him. Um, the assassin being the same guy that dropped Molina off and then killed her parents in front of her, which uh, kind of uh, thanks for the lift. Oh no, you killed my parents. Right. That's that's a bad look. Um, I, I would have to say. Um, but yeah, I, I do like that he gives her like the nervous glance that's very obvious right before she goes yeah. off. Like, oh, I'm about to kill your parents. Can you tell? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
that actor, I don't know who he is, but uh, he, he's doing a lot of face acting. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, so Bond is is trying to find uh, that guy. It goes to his mansion, which is yeah. basically a party luxury mansion. Want to go to that pool party uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> without uh, someone being killed in front of me? But, um, right. yeah. yeah. So he goes there, gets captured almost immediately because it's Bond. He's not that competent. <laughs> right. Gets yeah. saved because uh, Melina shows up with her crossbow <laughs> and shoots, um, shoots him in the wrong heart as, well, as he's like diving off the diving board. Um, and people are, just take a, time, a bit to realize that he's dead. Um, I, I like that. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's really cool. You're not actually not expecting that, and expecting her to be the one uh, to do it. Because like when you're introduced to a character, she's like, she's like, mm-hmm. oh, happy to see her parents, and she's grieving, and then she's uh, cold blooded killer, basically. Yeah. It's great. Um, yeah. They escape. In a very good chase scene in Madrid, I really yeah. like it. In the in her like yellow beetle, it's yeah, yeah. It's 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 a very good sequence, and I I like the choice of the car. It's almost like they chose an ugly, not typical Bond car, so that we would pay attention to the action. Um, I don't know if that was the intent, but it worked because a lot of it's very well shot. Um, it feels modern. <laughs> Um, yes, a lot of fun stuff with that. That car really gets beaten up. They have to, like, get out of the car and turn it over at one point. Yeah, like, a bunch of people are helping them to turn the car over, and then they're pushing the car to help them escape. It's like... It's a weird thing where, like, everyone would immediately help, and I'm just like, hmm. (laughs) Maybe I'm just a bad person, but I'm I'm, I'm at least, like, asking a few questions, but they're like, no, let's go, let's, come on, let's go, let's get you going. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, while and then the chase scene goes to like a hill where uh, it's like a, they're, uh, uh, it's like I don't know what fruit uh, right. they're taking, but they're going through like nets uh, that we have to catch the fruit and um, going down the hill, uh, racing to like way better cars. Uh, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's like very. Like it has like the, the goofy like what the fuck is going on, but also it, it's shot pretty well. It's like uh, the stunt work is pretty good, and it's like a, uh, it's just a fun action scene. Yeah, yeah. That, I feel like that's just a general statement for most of the action scenes in this movie. Um, a lot of it's really well done, and even if it's not perfect, um, the ideas are interesting. Um, like the mountain climbing thing that happens later, even if I don't think it's fully realized. Oh my God. The idea is very cool. Yeah. How long, sorry, you'll get to it, but how long was that scene? (laughs) It's a a lot like the, I mean, it's not exact, but it's very similar to the Thunderball underwater sequence. Yeah. (laughs) And the the Moonraker space fight where it's like, all right. You felt like you had the technology to do this. It doesn't mean that uh, it was competent yet. Um, but yeah. yeah Good idea, uh, at least. And I think that this whole sequence for me had uh, this job of making me want to go to Madrid and because people mm-hmm. there are nice and they have good fruits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to all of these places. By yes, the way. of course. And especially in this movie. Like, uh, yeah. 
yeah, the Mediterranean looking pretty pretty good <laughs> after this movie. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of that stuff. Uh, and then we get like a scene that scene with Molina uh, that you mentioned already with the electric complex. Um, and the, then it goes from there to Austria or no, it's like Northern Italy. Yeah. Northern um, Italy. Yeah. Yeah. I think they do like a, does he go to London first actually, or does he, I can't remember if he talks to them over the radio or not. No, I, I think he meets Q. Uh, that's the thing Q. Yes. And we have a very good Q sequence of <laughs> very grumpy. Uh, grumpy Q is, is, is just the best. Um, just, just really grumpy. He so grumpy. He's forgetting his full code and Roger Moore just fills in the rest for him. Um, yeah, their their dynamic in these movies is perfect, um, and the sort of like father son thing that they got going on it, it was welcomed, especially since uh, there is no M in this movie. We get a uh, the the minister, and we get an early version of Tanner, um, which I didn't realize that was Tanner. Um, yeah, Tanner, of course, being from the more recent films for those who are just listening with us and haven't watched the newer movies yet. Um, but yeah. He's the guy smoking the pipe. And uh, this was because uh, Bernard Lee, I believe he was sick when they were filming this, and he died in January of uh, the year that this came out. Um, so yeah, there's no M at, at this point, but the actor who's playing the, uh, the chief of security, I guess, he's going to be M in the next one, um, in Octopussy, which you two have both seen. Um for reasons that we won't get into. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, so that's a thing that happened. Yeah, um, yeah a, lot, a lot of good, a uh, couple of good Q uh, testing things. Uh, yes. There's the, uh, the arm cast uh, yes. that, that's going to be used to just like knock off someone's head, basically. Yeah. And Bond is like, that will come in handy. See, yeah, this is this so this scene was actually a good example where I was like, I don't think they know what the tone of this film is going for because I like like the really corny jokes, but it feels weirdly out of step with a film that's trying to be serious but isn't really working as a serious film. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. can never. I think this was like my biggest problem. Like, uh, Octopussy like uh, knows what it is. It's consistently silly for the most part. This one is like can't decide it's very weird right. jarring for me at least yeah yeah it's, it's very much trying to stay like a roger moore bond uh with mm -hmm. him doing his like bad jokes and um and like having like really ridiculous things uh happening uh, but it's 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 uh it's also trying to be like the it's it's the most grounded of these films and it's recognized as such and it has like some completely ridiculous stuff that we'll get to a bit later, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it it, uh, it Arlene and I's favorite thing, one of the favorite things in these movies, talking about like the bond technology because it's always the the completely ridiculous like the umbrella that uh, code yeah. is on you when there's water. Yeah. What is the use case? <laughs> like, I love it, I love it, but like, when are we using it? Right. Yeah, and. Uh... Who's not gonna notice those claws? Who's gonna open it and not? It's just a lot of, it's a lot of random. Some of these things, like you have to be in a very specific scenario to get that to work. <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> very specific moment. But yeah, like some of it's just some of it feels like okay, that's just a sight gag, and that's why that's there. And it does, to your point, I guess. Um, some of the stuff it's like okay, well, Bond people expect this. It's what people uh, are assuming is going to be there anyway. So they kind of just carry on doing it. Um, and I don't really think it fits as well. But at the same time, I think it's a good example of one of these Q scenes um, because I, it does something for the characterization, um, I suppose. And again, I really like the just Roger Moore and Desmond Llewellyn's chemistry is just very solid. Um, but yeah, it's just, it just does feel kind of forced in there a little bit. Uh, and then we get the uh, them identifying uh, the the dove as he's called throughout the movie. Uh, yeah, and then we're going to it to northern Italy to the ski resort, uh, yeah. where uh, Bond is meeting with like uh, the yeah the Greek villain that you don't know is a villain mm-hmm. yet, uh, yeah. and he's a he's like a local agent Luigi, who's I think one of the Worst like local agents or best developed one, because he's like barely not in this movie. Basically yeah. not in this movie. Yeah. yeah, on the on the local agent scale, I would put him <laughs> solid middle. I guess um, we're really supposed to care for him. I guess <laughs> like we're supposed to feel Are something we? when he when he <laughs> kicks that dude off the cliff. But I I was like, okay, I guess that that's that's a thing that they did. Um, I didn't. I was surprised that that guy died. In my head, he gets kicked off that cliff much later in the movie, but it's midway through. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a thing that they did. Uh, on the scale of Luigi's, though, uh, Eric, uh, <laughs> where does he where does he scale on Luigi's? Uh, uh, Mario Luigi or Luigi Mario being uh, probably. Yeah, um, Luigi Mario is at the top. Um, Gianluigi Buffon, the uh, soccer goaler for the Italy for many years, then and this Luigi has at the bottom. Yeah, uh, that's really yeah. <laughs> that's very thanks, Luigi. List come back uh, in a few years for an addition to this list. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it'll happen. We'll get there when we do the Super Mario Brothers film. Um, <laughs> we can bring it up again. We did it. Uh, oh, did we? Did we do that movie already? I'm pretty sure we, we talked about it on the video game episode with Hunter. Like, for like oh yeah, minutes. we did. Well, it needs its own episode. I I, I feel like it needs one. Um, yeah, no, uh, you're correct. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. So, and then we meet uh, everyone's favorite uh, BB. Um, yeah, the figure skater. Uh, and you, um, sugar daddy, I think is uh, the right term, <laughs> <laughs> patron yeah. of sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely uh, normal relationship that happens yes. all the time with her uh, uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not actual uncle. I I think he's supposed to be. I'm not yeah. sure. It's it's. At this point, it doesn't really matter. It's like, oh, he he wants to, he wants her, and she wants to get out of that, and uh, sees Bond, and is like, oh, this guy is hot, which uh, I don't know, and he's like more than twice your age. 
But it's it's not even it's not even like the age thing. He just doesn't have that energy. I don't know right. how to describe it. He just does not have. He doesn't like because like right. when you see him get with other people, you like you get it. But with this one in particular, you're like that energy just doesn't. I don't get the vibe. Unless you're like very in love with this very specific idea of like oh the British spy, or whatever. Right. But like yeah. other than that, it doesn't work. Also, she is literally just a manic pixie dream girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, she's she's where that originated. Uh, we need to we need to change a history on that and put it there. Uh, <laughs> and she she goes into history of like a bond, uh, like women in bond films being not actors. And just like mm-hmm. she's an actual skitter. Right. Uh, and she got in this movie, uh, I don't know, because they needed a skater. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose she was probably just available. Um, I do like her cowboy hat. That was That's a thing. Um, uh, <laughs> she's, she's, I guess, serviceable in this movie. She gets slapped a lot at the very end of this movie. Which felt like a a lot. I don't know if that character quite deserved that. Um, she's like a major plot point at the very end, though, where they're trying to get out, and uh, the coach is like, "I'll help you if you help us escape." Um, yeah, I think a lot of her characters are just there to show how much of an asshole she is, like to make him less yeah. like on screen, and that's like, I I feel like they could have done like a lot more with her. Uh, especially during the winter, like winter sports segment. Yeah, yeah, I uh, agree. Yeah, so she, uh, she kind of has this crush on this uh, biathlon uh, athlete uh, who is uh, the Russian agent uh, that is working with uh, Lyric Smuggler. Um, so Bond uh, follows, like, tries to follow him, and then. Uh, is being chased around by him and just like, different uh, um, how can I say like uh, winter vehicles uh, yeah. throughout every winter sport imaginable. It's it's a it's a fun action scene. Like we mentioned before, it's just like yeah. uh, going from one to the other and like a lot of good stunt work. Uh, the I like the park in the. Uh, bobsled uh, course mm-hmm. uh, where he's like, "Go faster, guys! I need, <laughs> I need to get, I need to get away." Um, but yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. It's, it's so much better than the last ski scene, uh, and it's yeah. like it reminds me a lot of like the good parts in uh, Her Majesty's mm-hmm. Secret Service. Yeah, it felt like that a lot. It, it felt like they were using everything that they had available to them to the best of their ability. A lot of it's really shot extremely well. Um, and it feels very visceral, um, especially like the POV stuff um, from Roger's perspective is very good. Um, yeah, I just, all of it, like him knocking that guy off the motorcycle with his surviving pole is fun. Um, and then I, he, I don't know exactly how he tricks that one guy into tripping at one point. Uh, the uh, the sniper who's coming after him, um, but he does. He figures it out, and he does that spin over uh, a couple guys. Yeah, it's a lot of just a lot of stuff that I think works pretty well. Uh, this is maybe some of the best in terms of like matching the stunt man for him. But yeah, you can definitely tell it's him, <laughs> but it's not as noticeable. Uh, I would say. 
And uh, yeah, there's a lot of good uh, editing in there as well. I, just, I really like the jump yeah. uh, scene where like a like the guy shows up in the middle to like tackle him while he's doing the jump, and it's like it's mm-hmm. like oh yeah, that's. Uh, but again, you know that Roger Moore has never put on skis in his life. No. Uh, no. That's that's pretty evident from watching this. There's a couple shots where you can tell like. They put him on skis and immediately just ran behind camera to stop him. Um, because, yeah, like he's there's maybe a couple like not wide shots of him, like seeming to slide. And then it just seems to cut to somebody else skiing. Um, so, yeah, definitely, definitely not a thing that he was actively doing. Um yeah, so uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the the only other thing we didn't mention is that um, just before that, Molina is there at the ski resort, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. Bond just tells her to go to Greece, and he'll meet her there with when he has more information. And he uh, meets yeah. her there with nothing new information-wise. It's like all this sequence serves nothing for the plot. It's just like Bond is trying; they're trying to kill mm-hmm. Bond, and that's it. Um, so yeah. uh, Bond. And then um, goes to try to say good to, to go to say goodbye to BB before leaving, uh, and then yeah. is assaulted by three hockey players uh, on the ice. Oh then... yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> Every winter sport has to come in to play. I Every... feel like this is one of those scenes where you're like, I could have caught this and it wouldn't have made a difference, yeah. and like. As much as I like the throwing them in the goal thing, uh, mm-hmm. it is like, oh, so we are switching the tone again? Like, what's going on with the tone? Like, this was the right. thing I kept getting tone of whiplash this entire time. I'm just like, what are we trying to do? Yeah, yeah. but this is like, yeah. especially compared to the action scene where this is completely ridiculous. Uh, mm-hmm. But I love like him throwing them in the goal. Uh, th- that's not how uh, goals work. Uh, there's <laughs> someone that pushes a button to add the goal. Maybe there was someone there that you don't see, and he's that's a big fan of Tom. That's like adding <laughs> goals to the scoreboard. But uh, no, otherwise Possibly. it's like a very dumb action scene. And I don't know, these guys not very good at uh, being hockey healers. No, definitely not. Um, yeah, it, it does feel weird. It, it, it's almost like it's there to fill out the space so you could believe that Ferrara gets killed, and it, I, like that's the tonal whiplash that <laughs> uh, that's being brought up. Uh, is like it follows that immediately. He's beating those hockey players up, and then immediately he's just like, "Oh, Ferrara's throat is slashed, and he's dead now." And it was clearly the dove who did it. Um, and then I think we go to something else that's, I think we go to him and uh, Molina uh, right after that. No, yeah, no, right there he's like, um, he's, yeah, I, I, I mixed up Luigi with the other guy that I was talking, I was trying to talk about the, uh, that's not, uh, oh, no, not that's Luigi. Okay, sorry. We see Luigi yeah. dead in the car. That's the thing of how yeah. uh, with the dove. And uh, then we go to Greece, um, yeah. where we meet. Uh, as he's having, a, a, he he sees Molina, and then he has like dinner with uh, uh, Chrysatos. 
yeah. uh, and uh, he's like, oh, this is the he, he introduced him like, oh yeah, yeah, the guy you're looking for is a smuggler called uh, mm-hmm. Colombo. We used to be good friends back in the army, uh, right. fighting against the communists. Uh, and well, they do say in World War Two as well. So both, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, they were in the resistance. Um, and yeah, it's it's all yeah. it's like where can I find double him? crosses and yeah. Uh, um, it's, it's like where can I find Combo? Oh, he's just a little over there listening to everything we're saying. Yes, yeah, they're getting the little Phillips micro cassette recorder that they fit under the lamp and. Um, all that's all that's kind of fun. Um, them just you know it's a trap, right? Well, if you only if you're playing the oh that's right we have the casino scene. Oh um, yeah. Playing um I can't remember the name of that game. Um, but uh-huh. it's a it's a game that completely mystifies me every single time I see it in a Bond movie. Um, but yeah, like they're he's playing that game against that very extremely French man. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yes. Just 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 all over the place with with that um and then we, we introduce the uh austrian uh is she a lady a duchess or something I, yeah she, she's the countess that's faking being a countess, countess. because she's just a british yes. woman uh bon meets her has a sex with her and then she's killed the next day uh right no um, much- yeah <laughs> what is i see this is what i mean by the weirdness of i feel like they were like, hmm, halfway through, they felt like, hmm, it would be weird if he had sex with Melina. So let's, like, put this random yeah. other woman in, because we need the right. scene. Yeah, we need to have Bond having, having sex. <laughs> that needs if, to yeah. be there. Yes, um, if, if, you, if you were, like, us, jaded by watching all these movies, or like me, I'll say, I don't think Arlene is that jaded yet but you would be like okay yeah that needs to happen at some point right it's, it's like it's, it's it doesn't even feel like blood it feels like okay at some point mm-hmm. for two minutes while he seduces a woman that's gonna die in five minutes well in this one in this one it's funny i like the i like the twist of her being just like yeah. a British woman that's changing accents and they're like they kind of bond for a bit mm-hmm. and then uh, to just have her die the next day, and I think one of the worst action right. scenes in this movie, uh, uh, the chase in the mm-hmm. woods on the beach, uh, yeah. because it's like taking a walk on the beach and being attacked by uh, people in jeeps. Right. Yeah. It's just it does feel kind of forced. And here's the thing: just to focus on her for a second, I actually think she's pretty good. If she was, if in, in another version of this movie where she is the Bond. Uh, Bond woman. Um, I actually think that she'd be a good choice. It's just like, okay, this like point point three percent Bond woman just thrown in here to fill up time. Um, yeah, like that because she seems yeah. interesting and like their dynamic is kind of cool. And you're like, yeah. oh right, this seems like a person. They like they seem like, oh right, these people make sense right. together on screen. Yeah, and then she gets killed, and I'm like, I literally was watching that like. <laughs> There's yeah. no way they're gonna kill her. They're not gonna kill her. This is silly, and yeah. they do. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, sort of go on your point of like they feel right together. Like she's, I I don't know for sure. She seems to be like his age, um, which is something that they don't very much do in a lot of these. They sometimes they'll go super young. Sometimes sometimes they'll go a little bit older. 
but it feels rare to find an actress in one of these movies where it's like, oh, in real life, I could see these two being a thing. Um, and yeah, like it's nice that they even thought about that for a second. But then again, they just like get rid of her. Uh, I, and it feels like it's just there to fill out this double cross plot thing that they're doing, which I I feel like that just wasn't needed. I think that they just wanted to make the plot seem more complicated than it was. Um, and I guess very, this was their solution. Very um, um, Christopher Nolan thing of just adding stuff yeah. and thinking it makes your film smart. Yeah. Sorry, this is I, I've watched Tenant and wrote about it, so that's why I have a specific thing remembrance <laughs> of that irritating me. That I mean, I like how specific that is. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, no, that's a very good example. Um, yeah, like it's just, it just feels like it's there, and I guess I don't know. John John Julian Glover is it Julian Glover? Julian, it's weird. I because I, I don't trust him in any movie ever. <laughs> they do this exact same thing in uh, the third Indiana Jones movie, where he plays essentially the same character. Uh, only in that one, he's a, he's a secret uh, Nazi sympathizer um, who wants the the Holy Grail, but it's exactly the same. It's the the turning point happens at around the same uh, same place. Um, so yeah, it's like okay, and, and I guess at the time he's not Julian Glover yet. Most people don't know that he's immediately going to turn evil, um, but I but I knew. Um, <laughs> uh so yeah it's uh, uh it just feels unnecessary i guess um yeah um, happens yeah. yeah so bon is rescued on the beach by uh mm-hmm. columbus man yeah. uh he he's brought to him and come was like you the truth is that guy's the guy trying to kill you i'm not uh, mm-hmm. and i can prove it to you will assault the base during the night right. and uh, you can see that uh, they have their weapon and the guy you're trying to find um the glasses henchman will be there yeah yeah it's uh it's it's good i like these like we just do pistachios as he's shoving pistachios in his mouth. <laughs> uh, that's just a funny little character thing that i really i really enjoyed um but yeah like i like their like good-hearted like interaction again it feels very on her majesty's secret service um so, and, uh, yeah his dad and in, in many of these movies uh bond gets like a local surrogate dad uh yeah. <laughs> who's like a local man with a beard that's like very jolly uh it's like it, like he has like yeah. a japanese dad in uh tomorrow yeah. uh uh, you only live twice, is it? You only live twice, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then a the few of these movies happen, and then here, this is his Greek dad that we finally meet. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he is Greek dad. That's that's his name. Um, <laughs> uh, played by uh, Topol. Uh, yep. Uh, who uh, is? I think I've seen in other things, but he's he's pretty good. I I like him. He has like the the right uh, energy. Um, mm. in this movie for that character he has a right that energy that his character needs to be like okay I immediately stop trusting that other guy because you're way more trustworthy you're the good one right yeah <laughs> they have a very like guys being dudes energy <laughs> mm. yeah 
That is uh, that is all over the place in any scene that they're in. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's all the base. It's like a basic shootout, mm-hmm. grenades. Um, uh, uh, the henchman makes explosives and runs away in the car. Bond chases him on foot uh, and then just kicks the car off a cliff. <laughs> in just like a very, like, oh no, he doesn't kick the car. He just throws the pin and the car falls. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he does, doesn't he? Kick it? He, no, he I, gives it like a. I feel like he gives, he gives it a, it a like good a, kick. Yeah, I think he's like good holding kick. it through his foot, and then he just throws the pin, and it unbalances because it's oh, yeah. because the pin is the pin that was left on right. the body of. Uh, oh Luigi. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. And, if, and if Luigi had been higher on the Luigi scale, we might have actually <laughs> remember this and cared at all because I who cares about like he he has like three lines in the whole movie. It's, right, it's a bummer. And, a bit. Can I also, just like, it is, <laughs> yeah, it's so weird that this film is so long, and yeah. you you're like, but you still didn't have time to give these people characters. Like, yeah. what's happening? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a problem. It's a, <laughs> a, a part of me is like, yeah, that's just how this is how it works. We have to have the parrot in here. Also, we have to have like. All these little details that I don't really think are totally necessary, um, but they they exist. Because um, yeah, there's a lot of characters in here. Like I said, Gerard Depardieu just shows up as like the the side character who does a lot of the real ass kicking when they're climbing up that mountain and getting to that base. Um, and he's he's in this sort of uh, raiding of the warehouse as well. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like people just like randomly firing at each other. I, I this might be the, I don't know if it really counts as like an action sequence, but this is the one where I was like, I don't care about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's completely unnecessary. <laughs> but it, 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 I, I like the ending of like Bond chasing the guy and just yes. like uh, yeah, showing the car of the cliff. Basically, that's good. But the rest is like feels uh, very just too long-winded and it's like okay we don't need a shootout we already have like eight other action scenes that are more interesting and more fun to watch yeah um speaking of more fun to watch action scenes uh then they go underwater and try to get the megafin i like this this was this was great and uh yeah this is just really fun so it's it's like uh, they're surprised at first because there's a shark there, and then they they get in and you get like the 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 music, the stress, the high tension yeah. music. Uh, you see like the point of view of someone following them, and when the reveal happened, it's just the like funniest looking suit. It's it's cool. I love it. It's like a big blobby thing with like pincers. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's so good. He looks like the he he looks like the Billsbury Doughboy <laughs> underwater <laughs> with these little little pincers. Um, but he does some serious damage with those things. Um, yeah, that's it's a lot of a lot of good tension in this underwater scene. Um, yeah, it's just it's fun, and then it leads directly into them confronting Christados. Um, uh, Christados, uh, Chris, Christados is waiting for them at the surface yeah. and captures them. And like uses the most like ridiculous way to kill them, of tying them to the 
back of the boat and like making them trying to injure them in the water by coral reefs so that sharks can eat them it's so complicated <laughs> it's weird yeah just like he, stab one of them maybe yeah i don't know it, it, it's like oh, he covers bond's uh, wound like bond gets a wound and he like oh no we don't want you to bleed yet uh, right. We want to like. I think this guy is just really bored. I think all the Bond villains like <laughs> they're just so bored that they need anything exciting in their lives. And the <laughs> exciting thing is like trying to kill Bond in the most ridiculous way possible. Um, yeah, yeah. Because that, most of them aren't Blofeld, and they're not running these like <laughs> masterful like villain organizations. They're just a a guy with a lot of time on their hands. So they're, I think a lot of them, we kind of discussed this in the last episode, they're just waiting for Bond to show up so they have yeah. something to do. Um, <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, actually, after the Bond fight, uh, the underwater fight with the suit, uh, mm-hmm. where like Bond uses the explosives and sticks it in the ba- too far in the back of the suit so that the guy can get it, which I, I pretty good. Uh, there's like a submarine fight where like another submarine comes and do their yes. fight, and that's like, come on, like I, we don't need that. Like you did it, <laughs> you're like just let us get through this mm-hmm. at this point, because uh, right. vehicles fighting is never um, fun, especially like in when you can't yeah. have like any. It's all like practical, and it's all moving very slow, and there's no real tension. Right. Yeah, I would. I mean, I'm sure there will come across movies in the future that maybe disagree with this, but I don't think vehicles fighting was fun till the Fast movies. I'll just just say it right now. I don't. I don't think anybody figured out vehicles fighting um, until then, and anything before then. I'm I'm prepared to say that it was probably not very fun, and, and this is very much the same case. Unless yeah, but it's like Alan, Alan, vehicle, what about what about Christine? Oh, you know what. <laughs> you know what? Immediately just undermining my point. Um that that that's a good one. We need to do Christine at some point. Uh God, and now I'm thinking about Christine. That's good back to this though. Um, yeah, yeah so, we, didn't, we didn't need another sneaking up thing with another device or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You you put the suit like you showed off enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the they kind of, they're tied to the boat. They escape uh, by just like untying themselves and like mm-hmm. uh, going underwater and staying there uh, because they left like a, a a breathing thing that still had oxygen in it. Uh, yeah, it's not very important. Uh, and then they're, uh, but they they lost the device, so uh, they have to assault um, Crystal Space and. Mm-hmm. Uh, his base is like a monastery that's on top of like uh, I don't know how you can how do you describe this? I don't even know. Like it's not a mountain. It's like a. It's like a single peak that's like every yeah. every wall around it is vertical and it's very high. So uh, you get that the climbing scene uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that you really liked, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, good a good idea, I think, but not 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 handled the best because he's literally know. like 
I'm like, okay, are we gonna cut away? Are we gonna cut away? And then they like they have the first part of it, and then they decide, oh, we're gonna add the guy trying to kick him off. Right. And you're just like, it takes. I do not need to see all this in real time. It's fine. I get the idea. He's climbing. And you have so many reaction shots of like uh, all the other guys in the party. Uh, just like looking at him and being like, oh, is he gonna get through it? Is he gonna get through it? It right. takes like five minutes at least for a climbing scene. Like, mm-hmm. like this is not an uncharted game. Like, you don't need to just like right. your make it that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks cool and it has like it yeah. feels tense at times, but w- when it goes on so long, you lose kind of everything. You lose attention. You lose the the interest, right. and you're like, okay, just get to the top so we can get to something else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it feels like oh well, we have these shots of Roger Moore falling off of this mountain that that look pretty real, even though they're again obviously a stuntman, <laughs> but they look good, so we have to use them. We paid money for them, uh, and it's just all right. Well, you could have just cut this and saved us a lot of time and energy because the fight after they get up the mountain is actually pretty solid um, for the most part. They do a good job of raiding that base and. Uh, I would say the fight in that church is pretty good. Um, uh, next to the stained glass windows, all that stuff is pretty solid. Um, I like Roger Moore just at some point just not using a gun. He's just going to beat people up, which... Uh, oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go do, do it, Roger. I also like that uh, uh, Colombo and Christatos, they have... Uh, um... Yes. Back to basics, like two friends fighting. Uh, I, I wish that it was more. Um, it was more. I don't know. Highlighted. I, I like how it happens, but I, I just like you. We you kind of want it out of these characters because you got so much character thing between them. Yeah. Not a lot of them, just directly interacting. Uh, yeah. Some good fight scenes. It's it's fun. It's a bit ridiculous. Uh, BB is there. Course, she's like, yeah, I'm done with you, I'm gonna escape. And she trades like one friend for the other, uh, becoming <laughs> and then that's it. Like, oh, yeah, the Russians finally arrive to get the device. Uh, Bond yeah. throws it on the cliff, it explodes. No one has it. That's detente, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him and Google, Google give him, they give him like a little smile, like, hey, see you next time. Um. Yeah, Google is always fun. Whenever he shows up in these movies, <laughs> I really like how they built out his character. Um, him and yeah. his assistant. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, you get the, the ending sex scene. They're on the boat. Uh, yeah. drops her clothes. This is for your eyes only. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't. Know. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's a call from the prime minister, uh, where she's talking to uh, to the parrot. Honestly, I don't know if I don't think this was their intention at the time, but I was like, I'm glad your Thatcher lookalike is getting taken the piss out of. That was really satisfying for me. Yes, Uh, if you're gonna have Thatcher, she needs to be made fun of. That's the only way to have her. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. like, give me a kiss, says the parrot to Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I think that actually made the parrot almost worth it to have him there. <laughs> Just to really <laughs> get one over on Margaret Thatcher. Um, God. Yeah, I forgot that that happened. I forget every single time I watch this that Margaret Thatcher's at the end. Um, but she is. Um, yeah. And that's it. Uh, that's the movie. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I don't know, I, I put it in the higher end of I think it's the one we've seen. Uh, yeah. um, I do like the next one better, but we'll get to it. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's yeah. A, it's a, it's good yeah. enough. I'll say yeah. that. I think. Um, yeah. Do you have any final thoughts? On... Uh, I think the one thing I found interesting about this one compared to other Bond stuff is that it doesn't like. Lee, I guess because it's in the Mediterranean, it doesn't lean into the weird racist stuff as much. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, it's kind of it's still kind of there because you have like random brown henchmen and you have the right. Oh, uh, we're kind of the because we're the British Empire. The world is our like play thing. That's still kind of mm-hmm. the vibe is still kind of there as an undertone, but it's yeah. not like octopusy where everyone in a turban is evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a bit it was weird because I was watching it I was like I can see it here but I'm like I'm waiting for the bad to get bad and it never did and I yeah don't know if that's like part of the oh this film was toned down thing but it was interesting yeah that, I, guess. I think it just depends on where the movie takes place uh, <laughs> and when it's in Europe it's just like it's in Europe they, they, everyone's gonna be white probably right. um, yeah and and that's about it. One in in uh, and we had some uh, very bad. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to watch those movies. The er, the first two more movies are incredibly racist. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, this is this is fine. Uh, on yeah. that end, um, yeah, I would put it high up on like on Moore's list. I would put it higher for me. Um, I, you know, it would be this, and then Spy Who Loved Me, I guess. Um, and sort of the question that we sort of asked at the end is, should people who are watching Bond for the first time watch this? I would say, yeah, give this a shot. Um, assuming yeah. you've watched a lot of the other ones. Yeah, among the among the Roger Moore ones, I think. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is at least for what the first five of his. Yeah, this is like the the best one, like the. Mm-hmm. Or most enjoyable, and it has like enough of the ridiculous thing that you can only get like more as a bond. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, it's it's fun. It's like a, I don't know. It's not as fun as these movies can get, but it's like it's, yeah. it's definitely not as bad as you get as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, d- yeah, agree. Like solid upper middle, I would say. Yeah, uh, for this, um, and then. If if we needed to do a standout scene, I don't really have one because a lot of it's very good. Like a lot of the individual action scenes are just incredibly good, and I wouldn't put any one really in the high high mark. So just watch the whole movie again. No no need to like look up clips and uh, avoid this one, but catch little bits. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd say like if you're gonna watch one thing, watch like um, from the moment where. Um... Uh, Melina appears and shoots an arrow at the guy. All yeah. that escape scene—that's like the most fun part for me. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, yeah, that's the standard scene. If you're gonna watch one, um, and then Crossbow. watch watch the scene from Commando that we talked about like two months ago. That's a, essentially the same scene in a lot of ways. Uh, and uh, tell me if I'm crazy for comparing those two. Uh, I would like to know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think that that's, is that all the things that we do for this one? Yeah, um, we did, we, we talked about the song at the beginning, um, yes. so yeah, no, that's, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, um, um, let's do some, do you want to, let's do some plugs? Uh, yeah. Tayo, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I mean, I guess I'll plug all my social medias, it's great. Uh, you can find me at Tayo Writes on Instagram, at NijaPrince21 on Twitter, you'll probably be in the show notes because I feel like if you're not Nigerian, you're not going to understand that bad <laughs> reference. Um, other than that, you can probably find me somewhere. I'll be popping up in your Twitter feed somehow. I tweet objectively too much, so you'll see it. Uh, and you have the Tenet review, right? So you Oh, yeah, that. I do also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I can link that in the show notes as well. I I risked yeah. my life so you didn't have to. Uh, yeah, Christopher Nolan is a nerd and needs to be shoved in a locker. Anyway, that's me done. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I embrace this. I, uh, <laughs> this uh, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at and Instagram at Isayer, uh, um, and you can write us an email at losharopodcast at uh, gmail.com uh, let us know uh, what you think of uh, crossbows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, uh, well, I mean, this is the last little thing. Uh, how would we rate crossbow usage? I guess I would put this in the eights, nines, tens, somewhere in there. Uh, yeah, solid nine. Yeah, yeah. I would say like a good eight. I think it needed more crossbow, but the crossbow was good. That's that's fair. I we can always use more crossbow. I feel, I, I feel I like that. Birds of Prey is like top tier crossbow for me. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the that's the best crossbow of the year. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I do like a small moment of like Melina is like she she's when they go to the base, like one of the grunts is carrying her crossbow for her and then she's like, give me my crossbow, I'm shooting yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Arlen uh, plugs. Uh, if you're listening to this and you don't listen to the Phantom Zone, what? <laughs> How? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, go listen to that. Um, new episode should be out by the time this comes out. Uh, a new 3 a.m. files, perhaps. We'll see. Um, so yeah, check all that out when it's when it's available. Uh, other than that, uh, now for me and Eric to awkwardly try and do our end. <laughs> no, we didn't mention we were doing that. <laughs> 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 <laughs>